Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date, regular-ass edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Yeah, it's a mailbag. That's that's this version. That's how it works. You know, it's it's our the it marks the end of our blessed week of relief <laughs> from having to watch Star Trek. I was going to say you'd think I'd be more excited about it that it's not a Star Trek week, but the problem is, and now I know that so much work is ahead. No, the exciting moment is the exact moment I hit stop when we're done yes. with the Star Trek episode. And I, I, I have to decide on the spot, like, am I going to like get my notes all formatted and ready to go? Am I going to like, am I going to do any prep work? And seven out of ten times I'll go, nope, fuck it. Close it. Don't want to look at it anymore. Enough. I got two weeks. That's an infinite amount of time. <laughs> we'll see if we get any Star Trek mail. Otherwise, we'll try to keep it out of the pod. Yeah, that's um, a good, good question. A little bit of an early pod this week. I am a traveling all week, so we thought we'd sneak one in. So you're lucky, you, lucky everyone, I guess. You get yeah, you I got know. it early. It is weird. It's just like it's just like one day earlier than than we normally do. Sometimes two, but uh, it was already enough that like I forgot to switch my speakers before we jumped on the call, stuff like that. So yeah, Ho- hopefully I remember how to uh, read Twitter or play the drifters. And let's dive right into it. I suspect we'll have to play the drifters. Mailbag <laughs> uh, by brother date. Let's do it. Way back on the twelfth, Shannon wrote at brother date. Have you done another gray hairs update since March twenty eighteen? <sighs> if not, I think it's time. I do not remember that update. I don't remember what we said. In my uh, re-listens, I'm still in twenty seventeen. I have I have not got to that. Uh, gray, gray hairs. So I guess here's my situation. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, they're in my eyebrows. Oh wow, they started there. I had white hairs in my, and they're longer. Dude, you're than the you're color, doing an the, the opposite of John Madden. Yeah, that's correct. Oh wow, <laughs> uh, I think I got all his white hairs pretty early <laughs> through a portal of some kind. Right. Uh, yeah. So those are longer. So every once in a while, because oh, I don't do anything about it, every once in a while, Katie gets frustrated and trims them. Nice, nice. She doesn't want to uh, pluck them. She tr- she trims them. No, nah, she trims them. Okay. There's too many to pluck. Uh, it's not. I see. It's not five white hairs. It's like twenty percent white hairs. Okay. 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 Uh, in my beard, there are some scattered ones all throughout the front, and then one patch on the right side, just outboard of the corner of my mouth. Ooh. And but then further down at my jawline. That is almost exclusively white hairs. It's almost a streak of white hairs That's, in my beard. You, you're going to look like those terrorists from the Star Trek episode. Damn it, Star Trek, damn it. Yes, I, uh, it's, I'm like a reverse on Sada. Like if I put googly eyes on my chin. Yeah. <laughs> and then filmed it upside down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be like a weird on Sada monster. Uh, and then I got some in my chest. I don't know. That's too much information. Well... Body hair update not up not it's not appreciated. 
Well, that's where they are. Um, my hair is still my hair is light enough that I have probably several hundreds of silvers up there, but it's still really hard to tell. I yeah, I had one in the hair on my head, but I I don't have any concentration of them up there yet. Yeah, uh, we both were pretty blonde as kids. I don't know. I never really look at your head. Are you still blonde? No, wait, not really. I ended up uh, I ended up a couple of shades darker than than your hair. Okay, I'm like I guess if you were really stretching the definition, you could call me strawberry blonde. Mm. But I don't think uh, I don't think that's right. I think I just have light brown hair now. Maybe we call you Mr. Strawberry from now on. Maybe that's your new nickname. Okay. Maybe now you're Mr. Strawberry. Well, I would prefer you just call me Daryl. <laughs> Not the straw. <laughs> or the straw. Sure. <laughs> if we're talking baseball. We're talking baseball. Um, From a conservatively... God, yeah. 25-year-old episode of The Simpsons. I feel like it has to be older than that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so my hair's still pretty light, so I know they all up there. There's a bunch of them. Just a ton, but you can't really tell. And you don't uh, cultivate a beard, which is no. where they're uh, coming in first for me and looking at uh, pictures of our father where they came in first for him. Yeah, it's been a while since I had the bird. Um, it was a red one. It, it's a family thing. Yeah, I'm afraid that's just... Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's The rest of my beard hairs are red, so yeah. how fun is that? Yeah, like Mark McGuire. It went white when it went. So. Oh, and then my mustache is uh, still blonde and red. So that's where my blonde hair is, is in my mustache. Well, maybe you won't be able to tell when those start to go a little lighter. It could be. Yeah. So there you go, everyone. It's <laughs> a weird request. We did it, how yeah. your, How's your gray hairs coming along? You got any? You didn't do an update in March of 2018, so we don't know. <laughs> that's, that's right. This will be your first. I'll track it. We'll, we'll do a spreadsheet. first check-in. How's they coming in? Judah loves spreadsheets, so I'm sure we'll be able to get one going. Well, uh, Shannon and I are uh, only 11 days apart in age, so uh, stands to reason she might have some. I wonder if she wanted you to give out her age sort of on the air. You know, well, I say sort of because I don't know if you've given out your age, so I don't. Exactly. I don't really know. Precisely. <laughs> If if I did, it would have been during our segment, Florida Man, the game <laughs> yeah. is now ruined. Hopefully, yes. The Florida Man birthday game that was ruined before I played it. Um, Marjan's hair is very dark, so when she gets one, you can it's very obvious. So Right. Those I think those get plucked at this point. And K- Katie has a zone on her head where it's just like one little spot where they've been coming in since she was a teenager or something. Right. Yeah, and it, it ain't always an age them. thing. It's sometimes no. it's just kind of random. That's what I say to feel better, too. Uh, I go, it's not age, I'm not old, what? It's not a big deal, it's totally random. Uh, our black cat is entirely black, mm. but he had a few individual white hairs on the scruff of his neck, and uh, and I, I pulled him out <laughs> just a little bit. But you can pull out a cat's hair, it doesn't care. Good. It, it hates that hair. It doesn't want it. That's true. It's always trying to get leaves rid of it. it everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and she, a, I think she thought it was mean, even though it was clear he was not in any distress. Right. But b, she appear apparently subscribes to the superstition that more will grow back. Oh yeah. Or they'll grow back. Uh, I don't know, thicker and weirder in some way, something right. like that. And I don't think any of that's true. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think it is, but especially, um, how would we even know about cats? Is that something people have been doing for a long time? I don't know. Plucking cat hairs and waiting to see what comes back. 
Anyway, he's doing the opposite thing. He's turning red. Whoa. His black hair is getting it's gotten real. Not rusty. just in the sun, just in general? Nah, just like all, all times. That's hella weird. Yeah. We should look Especially up what cat diseases caused that. In the front, he's like buffalo colored. What? Yeah. That's so odd. Because I remember our black cat growing up, when he was in the sun, you saw how really he was kind of a brown. Uh, our black cat didn't make it to my cat's age by two years already. So Damn. Yeah. The cat's old. Yeah, he's, he's, he's 14 and a half almost. That's pretty old, right, for a cat? Yeah, I don't know good, how old, though. It's a good age for a cat. I don't, I don't know how old they're supposed to get. It's a super good age for a cat who uh, has already had cancer once. Well, yes. Any any age you can make it to at that point is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw a kick-ass YouTube video the other day of a cat that hears a tornado siren, and he, he gets this surprised look on his face, and his tongue is sticking out of his mouth. That was <laughs> very entertaining, because he does not I, realize he looks like such a fucking goober. I've seen it as a gif. Uh, <laughs> it's a great one, a cat. Because cats uh, appear as though they have dignity. Like they often quiet sit dignity. in a very fancy way. Like both a of sphinx. my cats, both of my cats uh, will sit with one front paw crossed over the other one. Oh, there, yeah. And then they like fight and fancy. They'll lean their heads back in a way that would give you a double chin if you were a human, but it really makes them look like tiny little kings. Sure, yeah, little fat kings. Uh, so when a cat like has been cleaning itself and forgets and leaves its back leg up while it looks around, or <laughs> yes. Leaves leaves its tongue partially sticking out and doesn't seem to know. Yeah, that, it's always great. That was a Melchit favorite. Got leg up because he's doing some business down there, and then just like gets distracted and forgets that that here's a noise. Hanging out. Smells something. <laughs> and just like looks around, and that leg's just up in the air. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah, they dumb. It's, it's not funny to me when dogs are undignified because dogs are less dignified in general. Yeah, they're all, you can see them sweating. They're always working so hard. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, fucking get over it, dude. No one cares anyway. How come no one ever says that to a dog? How come no one ever just looks a dog get right over in the yourself? eyes and says, just fucking get over it? Like, <laughs> let's grow up a little bit. Uh, dogs uh, dogs always like me, and I think it's because they can tell that I don't care about them. Yes. And they're trying to win me over because they're social animals. Yep. And it just... It's just hard to respect them. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's... Um... Have some respect for yourself, is I guess what I would say to a dog. Uh, yeah, yeah I, dogs and I get along fine, again, because I just don't give a shit. And I think dogs can tell Marjan is very afraid of them, and then they try <laughs> even harder to make up for it. <laughs> and they just really want to get over and play with her, and she does not like it at all. The, a dog, we were at a pawn shop the other day, buying a used mini fridge for her lab. Okay. Um... And like it used to have beers in it, but now it's going to have weird stuff. That's going to have uh, fucking probably cells and shit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and a dog you don't need a special. I don't got I don't want to get into it. now. <laughs> and a dog popped up from behind the counter just to say, hey, like it wasn't doing nothing. It just kind of put its front paws up on the counter. And Marjan, I wasn't watching. I was in like another aisle and I heard Marjan go, oh, oh and run over to where I was and I looked back over to see what was up and I just saw a f- super friendly dog just kind of poking its head up over the <laughs> counter and I'm ah, still afraid of dogs that hasn't gone I away have, I have been attacked by dogs in the street twice <laughs> you got bad luck dude why are you, you so cat handed once was when I was just like 10 and it was a German shepherd well they mean they mean motherfuckers yeah 
But then once was just a few years ago, I was just walking in a neighborhood and someone's enormous dog got out. I think you may have told me about this. Like a St. Bernard style dog and it like pounced at my heels. Fucking Beethoven came after you? Yeah, like a mean Beethoven. Uh-huh. I think Beethoven was probably pretty mean, right? Am I thinking of Cujo? Was that a dog? <laughs> yep, in a book. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I didn't mean was it a real dog? Maybe a dog that you knew. I just. I mean, probably like last week you were just thinking about Red Thirteen from Final Fantasy. Oh yeah, yeah, he was pretty mean too. He has magic powers if he wears the yeah. materials. Uh, yeah, I think you told me when that other dog came after you. You got you're so cack handed. It's crazy. I'm pretty cack handed. You would definitely with fit. the phones, the the dog attacks. <laughs> you would fit right in with uh, Kwangsu, Jay Sook, Sook Jin, and Sichan. I mean, I guess. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't fit in visually. No, well, no. <laughs> I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would come up with a nickname for me based on my weight. That yes. uh, seems almost certain to be the case. I have a huge red beard. So I guess there's a chance that I might. They'd probably call you something might, like a red bear or something. They, they have some. They have some Viking stereotype in Korea that we don't have. Like <laughs> they'd call me a specific Viking and be like, "What? Like I don't know who I that don't is." Know. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I would. I would be useless on basically every mission. Was it weird that I was really excited about the idea of you joining Running Man way more than the idea of me joining Running Man? <laughs> Well, because you'd rather watch I'd, it I would much it. rather good, go home and watch you on Running Man than be on Running Man. I watched the fifth anniversary special two-parter last night. Okay. And uh, it starts with one of these parties where they bring out all of the old pop stars from the 90s. And then mm. also they make John Cook get up there and dance to Black Hat Nero. He turns his hat around and everything. Yeah, oh, he he's into it yeah, every yeah. time. Uh, and I was like, this is number one reason I couldn't be on Running Man. I don't know any of these people or any of their songs. Culturally, you'd be a fish out of water for sure. Right. Uh, exactly. A mulgogi out of water. That, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> or that's the animal in that particular case. <laughs> a, a sang song or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the meat, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Except that it never comes up because they eat so much fish there that they never talk about fish generally. That's true. They always talk about a specific fish. Oh, they know all the fish. Bro, why? They know every fish. I know they're like, oh, it's Pacific Sour. Oh, that's a rock like, fish. Ah. You're like, I ain't never heard of that. That ain't a real fish. What? If it ain't an Animal Crossing, I haven't heard of it. They're like, oh, that's not a big deal. He's eating saber fish. And you're like, what? <laughs> I don't know what that is. What are you talking about? But they know all the fish. They should play Wheel of Fish. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, so I couldn't do that one. I couldn't, they do, they often do the tongue twisters. Oh yeah. Where you have to read the read the sentence five people have to read a huge paragraph in thirty seconds okay. and then if not they get the big air spurt in their face. Obviously your Korean as it stands now would be a real impediment. I mean, but I'm years away from that. I know. What I I'm imagining a fantasy world where your Korean is suddenly impeccable. But yeah, like, I would it wouldn't explain all of the idioms you'd have to know. I definitely am much closer to them presenting me one of those texts and me understanding what it says mm-hmm. than I am to being able to then read it out loud. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I have no confidence at all in read in saying Korean yeah. out loud. No. It's all just reading. Well, and also, like, it, it will turn out that I, I just recognized the first three characters in the word and my brain filled in the meaning. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I've never seen it with that ending. Yeah. And I say it bad. Yeah. All right. So it wouldn't be that great. Yeah. 
or ruin my great fantasy. Also, those dudes are all in much better shape than me from their constant physical challenges. It's like double dare half the time. Well, plus they they have, they go and work out together and stuff to try to stay ready. Yep. But they're all getting old now. They're getting old. Uh, and you could always I just mean, pick on Big I'm Nose. I'm Song Gio's age, so... You could always just pick on Big Nose. Well, I would have to. As long as you don't fall below him, you're okay. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's the strategy. Oh, God, we only did just, one... We don't... I would just continually speak to him casually i think would be my strategy <laughs> that's what they all do just threaten him and bully him even though he's the eldest uh we've only answered one mailbag question i'm sorry ah yeah we should answer more uh also on the 12th shannon writes at brother date i used to love thrifty cylindrical ice cream too mm. uh rainbow sherbet was my favorite flavor i like the way the scoop left a perfect hole in the tub of ice cream yeah i guess i guess it really wasn't about how good the ice cream was it was kind of the, the the experience in general left a lot of memories, and I also liked the sherbet. You can uh, you can still uh, after after we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, I went into a Rite Aid mm-hmm. that was still still had thrifty brand ice cream, but not like someone it's, scooping. No, no, yeah, it's, it exactly was that. Holy shit! Yeah, so when Rite Aid took over thrifty, they apparently kept that at least. Around here, at least in San Jose. Wow, I did not know that at all. I would have popped in. Yeah, next time you're out here, go to the Rite Aid on... I mean, I'll just tell you the one I saw it at. Was it uh, Hamilton and Meridian? Whoa. Well, no, I want to go back to the one on Payne or whatever that was. Uh, I don't think that's anything. I don't care. Anything. They, they better put think, it there. I think that's like a health club or something. There was now. a blockbuster there? I think the Winchells is the Winchels. gone. I think it's all <laughs> yeah. different than it used to be. Fuck that. Is that. The Safeway is definitely not a Safeway. Dude, fuck that, because that, that shopping center had everything once upon a time. It had a Winchells, it had a Thrifty for ice cream, and it had a Blockbuster. So what do you need? Like, what else is there? Nah, man, that was all you needed. It's all about 1989 or whatever. Whatever year we've decided. We also had Gary Johnson Safeway. Don't forget that. Yes, the Gary Johnson is a fucker Safeway. <laughs> Gary Johnson is a fucker memorial Safeway. Yeah. I think he's still alive. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I didn't know him then. Uh, I don't know I'm him I'm still now. Facebook friends with Dominic Laird. I can find out <laughs> what he's up to. <clears throat> yeah, no, that was the good times, man. Go in there, pop a quarter down, get a scoop. That was good shit. Uh, and like you and Shannon, I still like Rainbow Sherbet. I like it a lot less now. Or maybe maybe the thrifty version would still be outstanding. But as a kid, I was definitely down for the Sherbet. The uh, the raspberry in the rainbow sherbet really lets down the side to me. Ah, so you have a specific sherbet issue. I, I, I really like the orange, and the lime is pretty good. The raspberry is, might as well just be ice cream. Ouch. Wow, no greater well, it's insult. It's no different from just an ice cream to me. No greater insult's ever been delivered. Might as well just be an ice cream. Mm. Also on the 12th, Shannon writes... Uh, regarding some Americans not differentiating between uh, short I and E sounds, such as pin pen, she first noticed this in high school when she realized her own mother called Ben bin. Then she couldn't unhear it. Well, isn't her mom Australian, though, to be fair? <laughs> well, I may have accidentally said it Australian because, again, <laughs> I'm not really the master of accents. Because <laughs> that's definitely how they do it, right? Don't all those as turn into is? Uh, yeah, I think I feel like an Australian would say bin. <laughs> bin? <laughs> I'm not going to do any other words. I'm afraid I would garble it. 
I'm not going to do yeah. an Aussie accent. Nissy is the <laughs> Dizzit Dith Adder. Yeah, the Dizzit Dith Adder. Right, exactly. There we go. I can only do it if I say that specific sentence. Yes, only certain sentences. And really, the other one, because I thought I should, doesn't have that much Australian in it. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of accent. Yep. <clears throat> I thought uh, I should. That was such a good America's Funniest Home Videos. Dude, America's Funniest Home Videos ain't good anymore. One, it's got Alfonso Ribeiro on it. And two, when you watch the videos now, it, they all seem very violent and unfortunate. Uh, well, there's no laughter. Like, so it's just someone who just straight falls off a ladder and you, and then it cuts away and you're like, I don't know, they could be dead. I mean, at best it was that plus Bob Saget does a funny voiceover, right? <laughs> it, was, it was Bob Saget does a weird as shit voiceover. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, what are you going to do about this, huh? Like as an angry bird or something. Right. Um. Well, also it's just like, I can just, I can just type like I can just type whatever specific type of video I want to see into YouTube. It's like, true. You can just give me nothing but gymnastics fails, oh. and then just watch those people eat gymnastics equipment real hard all day. Well, gymnastics fails are great because they're doing so many gymnastics, yeah. and like if you mess those up, yeah, you might could just die. Maybe. I mean, it's rare, but it must have happened. Just fucking, I was doing three flips, but landed just directly on my neck. Like, I'm sure you saw the gymnastics routine. I think it was from earlier this year, but it might have been from late last year, where the girl was just doing pretty good on the floor exercises and just landed her run and broke both legs. Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> Ooh, I did. hard to watch, but exactly exactly what I always expect to see when I watch the Olympics. Well, anyway, I feel like when I was a kid, it was more um, I dropped a cake on the baby or, Bride falls down at a wedding. Yeah, a, I hit a wiffle ball and my dad's nuts. But Something goes wrong and an old lady's skirt comes up yeah. and you can see her big panties and pantyhose and she's embarrassed. Yeah, or a guy uh, is trying to do something and his fucking dentures fall out or something. Like that, It's like, ah, yeah, those are good, good old-fashioned family videos. Now, every People time. People are trying to get into a boat and it kind of floats away and they fall <laughs> into the middle space. That one seems real common. They put like one leg in and they accidentally push the boat out and can't get the other Precisely. leg in. Precisely. Yeah. Yes, exactly that But thing. now it's all people falling downstairs. Or every video you're like, there's a like at least a 60% chance that person had to go to the emergency room. It wasn't like, a, I was hilarious. It was, a, this person's in jeopardy. And uh, I don't know. I think they're fun. trying to keep up with the internet. Yeah, they're just like, I think they're trying to be know, more man. extreme. So I can't watch it anymore. Well, that's a shame. Uh, also on the 12th, Shannon writes, regarding... Body ignoring me and the kid for our whole flight to America. Hmm. He's a terrible traveler, so we all kind of prefer it that way. I get it. Uh, so first of all, ouch. <laughs> well, it was ouch from both sides because he, it was yeah. his glorious declaration that he was going to ignore the family. So that is true. They just returned the favor, really. Uh, I is he like nervous, or is he just because I get hella annoyed right from the get go, and then I stay annoyed for the entire trip, whatever the trip is, for the whole trip. <laughs> Like, you're fucking armored up, like, oh, here we go, uh -huh. and then you get on the plane, and then you're just in a bad mood the whole flight. Do you remember back in the late 90s or something, we were watching an A's game, and it was the A's at the Texas Rangers, and the A's were up, like, 9-3, to three, <laughs> and they gave up a, a leadoff single to start the eighth inning or whatever. And you and you angrily no, announced, no, no. oh, here we go. Yeah, well, I did too, but Greg Papa on the TV goes, and here we go. <laughs> and it was just like... <laughs> 
Because you just knew in Arlington that you were just in for a real fucking piece of right. shit game. A real 15 to 14 affair. And, um, that, yes, that is absolutely me traveling. Like, it'll be, I'll be on the way to the airport and realize, like, I forgot a watch I wanted to bring or something. And then I'll just be like, well, fuck it then. <laughs> like, I guess the, I guess this is the day I'm going to have because this is my luck. It's just my luck. So Mar- uh, that's what Marjan has to deal with for sure. Oh, man. I, well, I got advice for you. Never be a salesman. Those guys have to travel <laughs> all the time. I know. I'm dr- going to drive to Atlanta tomorrow and back on Friday. And it's, I'm already pissed <laughs> off about it for sure. I'm. Oh, <clears throat> but no, I'm just saying I get it, you know. Uh, she writes in again on the 12th with an apology to you. I'm sorry if the microwave pudding damaged at Deerham sandwich. No, again, it wasn't. It was my father that damaged me. Yeah, no, it was memories it was of my father damaged microwave me. pancakes. It was uh, remembering my upbringing that damaged me. Which take, by the way, exactly as much time to make as regular pancakes. <laughs> it's true, pancakes. Pancakes are cook mad very quick. quickly, and even making the batter is very quick. Like I get they're easier to mess up, but like we never had a microwave that was more than seven hundred watts, <laughs> and in fact, I still don't. I don't know why. I bought this microwave. Oh God, in two thousand eight or something, and I'm just waiting for it to explode before I get a good one. That one and the cat. You're waiting for both of them to explode. Kind of, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, but they're, I mean, I get they're easier to mess up, but they're, the drop in quality is so great that you might as well not eat them. Like if you're gonna, well, and if I, you're worried about not, messing them up, just don't eat eaten them. a microwave pancake since I moved out of that house. And nor should you. I mean, I really like. I'm gonna go get a box tonight and eat them all. <laughs> like in my memory, get the blueberry ones. What do you know about? I it? think it's so traumatizing. In my memory, it only happened one time, but that can't be true. It must have happened like could, one million times. I don't even feel like I've seen them lately at the grocery store. Like, I feel like I might have to go to Walmart to get them. Oh, God. That's another adventure in, in and of itself. <clears throat> do you go into Walmart? Oh, oh, so very rarely. Can't do it. I, it's like, I think they're the last time I went into a Walmart. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, well, it is only if we are very, very, Katie and I are out together and we're very near a Walmart, like we're in a shopping center that has one. Mm. And there's, like, hey, maybe I could just go get limes there or whatever. Oh, right. Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. But uh, the last time I intentionally went into a Walmart was, I feel like, maybe in t- 2011 or something like that, when they opened a new one down on Almaden. Yeah. I'm sure we've talked about it before. Can't go in. Can't do it. Not anymore. I mean, I would, I would sooner go into a Walmart than into a Costco. Uh, just for different reasons, because Costco is it the insanity of it? Yes, it is the it's the insanity of it. Yeah, for sure. those do definitely get wildly crowded and messed up in a way that it should not be possible. I think it's those wide aisles encourages well, people. It's also, it's also like they close at seven p.m. Oh yeah, so it's a rush. Like everybody time. has to go at the same time. But there's just. Uh... Just every single stereotype at its worst at a Walmart. Just everyone. Everyone playing their it worst is, hand. It's just the kind of place where everyone has agreed that we don't have to behave, yep. and so we don't. I mean, the last time I went, a guy came up to us and was talking to us about a TV stand we were looking at, and I thought he worked there. But then when I looked over, I saw he wasn't wearing a name tag. He was wearing a Star Trek, ins- like a Starfleet insignia. And oh, wow. I realized as we were talking that he was just a guy. Just a guy. Didn't work there. Just a guy who wanted to talk to us about TV carts. 
And I went, now, oh, I got what a goal. era. <laughs> what era of Starfleet Insignia? Mm, I want to say he was wearing like one of those dumb square bar ones. Uh, so the DS9 or Voyager era? Yeah. And we, we were like, uh, once we realized what was happening, we were like, oh, okay, thanks, we got to go. And we were walking away from that Walmart, and I said to Marjan, did you think that guy was an employee there? And she went, yeah. I went, did you see his Star Trek insignia, his Starfleet insignia? And she went, yeah. And I went, I'm never going back. That was it. That was the last one. I've seen enough. I'm never doing it again. Fucking bothering me about my TV, my TV stand or whatever. Did, and once you've identified that you've got a crazy, you can't even turn around and, and say, yes, the reason I'm buying a TV stand in Walmart is because I have strong opinions about TV stands. <laughs> That's right. Like, clearly I'm looking for something cheap broken out of my face. I did the research and this is the one to have. <laughs> yeah, he was really going through them. He was going through all the ones there. And we're like, what was good about them? And we were like, just like, come on, man. I was going to come. I was going to be in and out of this shit. This was going to be a quick fucking trip. Because when we moved to the place in Mountain View, they broke one of the wheels off our TV card, so I didn't move around anymore. And you just, you couldn't just go get another caster? I don't know. I think okay. We wanted to, I don't know. We wanted to get a new one. It's an opportunity to get one that works better. It was a disaster. A TV stand is the kind of thing where you never, until you start trying to put your shit in it, you never know if it's right for you or not. Yeah, that's true. Like, I've had this awful TV stand that I hate since 2006. Yeah. God, why am I like this? Yeah, and the one that we had that we, had, we were replacing was also awful. So when the wheel broke off, it was like, yeah, I don't need this thing anymore. Uh, yeah, why are you like this? I don't know. Just because of our dad again? Did he do it? <sighs> I mean, probably. Yeah, right? <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> Thanks a lot, dad. Sorry, we're not supposed to talk family on this. Yeah. It's all the microwave, yeah. the microwave pancakes did it. Uh, I do want to say from her tweet that when I read microwave pudding for a second, I couldn't place the idea. <laughs> like that's not real because it's just like I don't know what we would call that little cake. Yeah, little micro old microwave cake. Yeah, we don't call things like that pudding generally speaking. Uh, <laughs> just like some hot chocolate pudding. Like, why what would are you we even? Doing? It's just probably grow a skin or something gross. No thanks. Keep it away. Nasty. What are we what are we on about here? Uh, uh on the 12 she writes, the shortbread was definitely not the best brand available. It was the only one I could find that didn't come in a massive pack that would have cost a fortune to send. Uh it was fine. No, no, it was fine. It tastes like shortbread. Yeah. And she says the woman at the supermarket when I bought everything for your sweet boxes was super judgy. And commented something like, this is a lot of sweets, then gave a pointed glance at my pudgy tummy. Well, as we've talked about recently, I would never go back to that place. I think it would have been... Well, I mean, I wouldn't have done this. I would have just said, yeah, and left. But (laughs) what I would have wanted to do was say, yep, and then eat them all right there in front of her. (laughs) Just like stand to the side. Throw up later or whatever. (laughs) Just just like after you get all your stuff, like after she hands you the bags, just Mm -hmm. go stand right next to her. (laughs) Just eat that shit while she keeps checking other people. Yep. Yeah, fuck that lady. I hate it when they comment on anything that I'm buying, even if they're saying good things. You know, like, oh, that looks good. Or, oh, yeah, I've tried that. That's really good. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Seriously. 
Shut your mouth. I don't want to hear about it. Do, do I have to go over there? Am I going to go across the fucking... I'm going to snatch you up. But, uh, <sighs> but if, especially if they made a fucking snide comment, I might actually say something if they made a snide comment. I was in Safeway last week, and uh, there was something, and now I don't even remember what, that was in their little clearance section. Okay. Uh, so, the way clearance items work at Safeway, do you still scan the regular barcode, then you turn it around and scan the special orange barcode sticker on the front, and that makes it 50% off? Okay. So, I, I, I did that thing, and I was checking out, and both the cashier and the bagging lady were complaining about how hard how hard it was to do those things because sometimes they put the sticker in the wrong location just making it a real how, how much of a real pain in the ass it was that they did that right uh so so i felt like a real asshole <laughs> oh you you felt like you're being guilt tripped in some way a little bit yeah. like oh geez i am i am sorry yeah people really love complaining about their jobs huh yeah like while they're doing them yeah like, uh, we turned on that fucking freeform radio station that Marshawn loves that she pays all her money to, uh, around what here. What are you talking about? There's a radio station that she, like, she, 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 like... She's a donor? She's a donor so that she can get all the swag that has all the, the, the station's stuff all over it. She loves it so much because it has weirdos who get to play whatever they want. It has no format, and they play, like, weird 30s jazz or, like... Uh, fucking random punk from the late 70s that no one's ever heard of or whatever. Is this not a college radio station? It is not. It's just a like a public freeform fucking radio station. Okay. And uh, anyway, uh, we were driving around, I guess on Saturday, and one lady DJ was on, and all she did in between every set of songs that she played was complain about how hard it is to be a DJ. <laughs> Talking about how hard it was to remember what she'd already played and putting together a playlist. And like when she comes back from break or when she comes back from the songs, she has to like tell everyone what the songs she just played were. Like literally just talking about all of the very easy things about being a DJ and how hard it was to do them. Well, not only that, but it, the, it seems like the only part of being a DJ she likes is getting to pick what the music is. <laughs> yeah, and so I turned it off because I couldn't fucking stand it anymore because it was just two or three minutes of her complaining. And later on, we turned it back on and she was still complaining mm. about how hard it is. It was just so much work. And I was like, well, don't fucking do it. I mean, like, no one made you do it. This is a weird fucking radio station. You must not be getting paid. Not much. <sighs> I have not listened to the radio since i got my new car which can finally connect to my phone for the first time thank god like to the point where even if i don't feel like listening to a podcast so i did join spotify a couple of weeks ago yeah. a few weeks ago we should talk about and I'm that sort of, i am teaching them what music i like okay. in the hopes that they will then find some new shit for me that's supposed that's how it works right yeah it's the idea mm -hmm. it's the plan um so, you know, that that project is coming along, but like I would then I would just like before I leave the house, I'll just download a playlist. Right. A Spotify, a curated Spotify playlist of some kind. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you should not listen to the radio. It's garbage. Um, why would we purposely listen to something where we know nine out of ten songs are going to be unlistenable? Uh, hmm. you know, it's like the only thing I could think of is I don't actually own any Tom Petty records. <laughs> so that's, you're going to be, but I kind of fix. always like when a Tom Petty song comes on the radio. Like, don't do me like pretty, that. Uh, it's pretty don't reliable. Don't do me like that. 
right? You don't have to be driving too far away to get a good chance of hearing a Tom Petty song on the radio. <laughs> it, and by the way, it is often that particular one. <laughs> you got to get your fix of uh, uh, fucking... If I'm lucky, it'll be Refugee. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got. I mean, so Spotify, uh, it's going okay so far. I'm worried about my... So what I do now is I download songs and I put them on my old ass fucking iPod. And I know that's not a solution that's tenable for the long term. So I'm right. constantly having irrational worries about the next step and you know, what I'm going to do. And like, am I going to just stream forever or what can I do I with just the got music the I already phone. own? I just got the biggest phone so that it can hold all of my music. So you still own music. I do. In fact, even, uh, even when Spotify like finally put together a new releases playlist for me. And then I was like, Oh damn, there's a new Jen Grant record. I just went to Amazon and bought it. Okay. So you, and the, and iTunes is like no longer going to be supported. Cause Apple, I think wants to funnel everyone into their Apple music thing. I mean, yeah, it'll, the, the Apple change, but you'll still be able to play music. Okay. I'm just, I have irrational fears about it. I'm just sitting around. I spend way too much time thinking about the best way to do my next kind of listening i know i'm gonna need to get a phone with a beefy fucking memory yep that's the only way to do it yeah uh but you'll have to let me know how the streaming i mean luckily the thing about that is that uh music files are very small yeah that's true today's day and age like uh i think i got i just when i bought this dumb phone because my work was paying for part of it i just got the biggest one and it's like a third full and half of that is music so so I'll be okay is what you're saying? I mean, for now it seems that way, but if you don't own your music, then you, you will be stuck in the I'm streaming forever. Okay. Because we talked, I don't know, a couple months ago about whether or not I'd ever tried therapy. And mm-hmm. so I just want to... I'm going to be okay, though. Well, but I mean, have you? Have I tried therapy? Yeah. No, no. I haven't. I, that's why okay. I need you to tell me of, I'm going to be okay. It's a lot of talking about yourself is the problem with therapy. <laughs> Well, I'm doing that a lot here, actually. Yeah, this is kind of your therapy. So just tell me I'm going to be okay, and then I don't have to spend any money on therapy. That's what I'm saying. I went to talk to a therapist a few years ago uh, about the possibility that I had social anxiety disorder. What? You mean the 100% certainty that you have social anxiety disorder? By the way, super unsatisfying. Uh, It was very, very unsatisfying. At the end, she was like... I don't think you do. What? And uh, then she, which, by the way, if I don't, there's no such thing. (laughs) And then I went to a group session with people who had social anxiety disorder. Hmm. And it is true that they were all much more fixated on things than I was. Sure. Like, uh, I don't like to inconvenience people. Yeah, me too. And I don't like to talk on the phone to people. Yep, that's me. Uh these people had constant specific worries that they were being judged oh. uh, by other people for the things that they said and did. And it's like, uh, I don't know. That's not me specifically. All right. Well, you got some kind of thing and I have I the exact something. same one. And that's why I wouldn't even bother going. Cause like, there's no question. It's not like, Hey, do I have a thing? Yeah. It's like, no, I mean, I got it. It's here. I mean, I'm living it every fucking day. I have, I have weird low self-esteem yeah. where I don't, I don't think that uh, I necessarily deserve to get what I ordered in a restaurant or for clothes that I buy to fit me. Exactly correct. Like, oh, I'm going to have to return this. 
That's going to be a real hassle for somebody. This is kind of my fault, though. <laughs> yeah, I should have known better. If I were... Come on, Larry, you good for nothing, useless, never did anything in your whole life. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I would not even... I would only go if... No, nah, I probably wouldn't go. Look, if therapy works for you, great, do it. But well, I, look, it wouldn't I, work for me. I, I did it once. I talked to Katie about it, and I got up the nerve, and I did the thing, and it was the, just so unsatisfying. It was such an unsatisfying experience. One thing you know, also, the group thing would kill I, me because you went... know my specific fear is knowing anything about anybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, I it's very bad. Lose it! It's very personal stuff. I'm losing it thinking about it. Thinking about it, just like being in a room with people as they talked about their fucking problems, I would probably end it that night. It was in Kaiser's, one of their medical education little rooms, mm. which is like a shitty little portable classroom where they teach people how to have diabetes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, I love uh, that idea. <laughs> now, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Here's how you really fucking knock diabetes out of the park. If you want to feel like the smartest human being alive, get diabetes. <laughs> I When I went to my classes and they were like, uh, they just started going through this stuff. Everybody there was so dumb. Uh, it's like the opposite of being in college. All right. So if those people really uh, needed that education. That It was in one of those. So it was just like everyone was sitting around a bunch of desks pushed together. Mm. There was a worksheet. It was very bad. A worksheet. Yeah. Well, anyway, if it works for you, do it. It don't work for me. I'm not going to do it. Don't don't make me do it. Internet? Yeah. Whoever's out there, don't make me go to therapy. Shannon, don't make if me you, go to therapy. If you are a qualified therapist, uh, maybe just listen to all 142 <laughs> now episodes of this show and just make a diagnosis. Uh, tell us what medicine to eat. Yeah. We'll buy it on the black market. I'm a pill head for sure. I'll eat whatever. Like, I don't care. I'll eat them pills. Who just, cares? I'll fucking chomp them down. I gave up on my liver a long time ago. Whatever. I'll <laughs> eat it. So just tell me what to eat. I'll do it. Uh... <laughs> We're only about halfway through the damn mailbag. It's getting de- more depressing as it goes, though. Uh, well, now we get a big run about Star Trek, so here we go. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, never mind that. Uh, I guess so, we couldn't avoid it. So, first of all, uh, <clears throat> Shannon's uh, final contribution to this week's mailbag was to send us a the YouTube honest trailers for Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, yes. Uh, I would play this video now if it weren't over eight minutes long, but it's uh, But we don't have anything good. from Body this week, so... Uh, that is true, but I don't also don't want to play someone's entire content. <laughs> yeah, I get it. On here, <clears throat> uh, it's very good though. You should go check it out. It uh, captures many of the idiosyncrasies of the next generation. I was glad to see it pointed out many of the things <clears throat> that we often point out. Yes. So we are not alone in some of the things that we've picked up. But uh, uh, also, it it begins by by, t- by talking about the goofy action packed. TOS and how TNG is more mature and that ends with the wonderful speech where Picard has finally read the treaty <laughs> and is gonna, gonna turn it to his well no oh, that's sorry. in there too but no where he's uh, where he's d- d- uh, demanding a third party arbitration from the Grizellas <laughs> and the, and with the, the fucking with guy the goes you have that right <laughs> yes and it's uh, it's he reads it he's so triumphant Patrick Stewart really gives it his all, but it is the perfect segue into how uh, how mature and uh, sophisticated the show is. Yes. Very, it makes a very boring, wonderful clip. It exalts in uh, contract fucking terminology. So uh, definitely check out that trailer. 
Then on the 22nd, Ryan wrote in at Brother Date, having some sudden thoughts and questions about what constitutes Federation space. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I'm going to get out my map. So we're in it now. Okay, here we go. First of all, he writes, space, as opposed to the land surface of the Earth for border purposes, sure. is three-dimensional. So that makes shit real complicated. Yeah, but they don't care about that, so don't worry about it. Uh, they They don't care about it? It's only sort of true. Yes, I mean, it's disc-shaped, sort of, right? It is, it's a pretty, it, well, yes, we believe it's a pretty flat disc. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, maybe this is uh, someone who took a lot of math talking, hmm. but borders in three dimensions are not really much more complicated than borders in two dimensions. Like, it's probably just a plane instead of a line. Right. So... I don't know. They got good computers. I don't imagine it's that complicated. Uh, yeah. So in in the sh- okay in the universe, it wouldn't be complicated for the idiot writers of Star Trek. They don't think about it. Oh, definitely. They just go. Nah. It's just like uh, look. It's a nice overhead view. <laughs> you go. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> but it may even be. And again, it never comes up. <clears throat> it may even sort of be the way like coastal territorial waters work, hmm. where it is kind of just around the individual systems yes we have a certain amount of influence around this system or whatever yeah defined by distance and stuff like that but i i imagine that what makes it complicated is that there seem to be a hundred thousand species in the tiny part of the galaxy that star trek takes place in that's the tough part they they meet someone new every week and how fast can they fucking go and how much time has passed right I mean we're like s- I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to make the maps but I imagine it's probably not that difficult to tell whose space you're in yeah and the maps you do see are make them ups right they're either <laughs> they're based on something that showed up on somebody's pad one time or just a straight make them up where someone's like well just based on how long it takes to get to the neutral zone from this system. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's here. nothing canonical, even in terms of where Vulcan is. Yeah, where like where the Klingons live, that kind of stuff. It's all plot dictated. Um, secondly, he writes, "What happens if a civilization declines to join the Federation, but all of the surrounding civilizations join? Enclave." Um, yeah, I just think they probably drop a buoy, <laughs> right? <laughs> They probably just drop a buoy there, and they go, "Don't go in here. Stay away from our buoy." This guy, well, I'm saying like, they probably say, "This planet's not in Federation territory. Don't go there." This is, uh, we dropped a buoy to tell everyone they can't. That you shouldn't go to this planet. It's not Federation. Uh, yeah, I imagine it's not great for them, for any civilization that's in that. Oh yeah, once scenario. once you're surrounded like that, you just kind of have to eventually give in. In general. Hey, man, I'm looking at this map right now, and there's something called the Adraxian Alliance, and I don't remember who they are. Uh, Well, me either, but we still have four seasons of DS9, Voyager, and a season of Enterprise to go. That's next to the Elorg block? I don't know what that is. Uh, that's nothing. But that's are next... you looking at someone's no. personal map that they made up? <laughs> Actually, to be fair, I don't really know what this is from, but it's... How um... far but are it's those next to locations Card- from Yuktabani? <laughs> it's next to the Cardassian Union, so it's like, I guess we're supposed to know these guys. I mean, here's the Breen. They're in the Elorg block, but I don't know what that is. Is this Is this memory beta? What is this? Hey, can you tell me what map I'm looking at? No, you, turns out I can't. We were asking We've for dis- a remote <laughs> diagnosis not that long ago. Can you make a remote diagnosis of this map that I'm looking at? 
uh you know what if your browser this time will allow you to share your stream <laughs> with me which it did not two weeks ago that's good maybe i prefer that it won't let me do a whoopsie <laughs> yeah it's true i'm the computer that i'm talking to you on does not have a camera ah uh, so i couldn't do that whoopsie i got really bright colored tape over all of my cameras yeah so that i remember i, bl- I blocked those down there definitely is one guy that I work with who every time he calls into his Zoom, it's just like a red field. And it's like, hey, you can know you could turn off your video, right? It's, like, I know you've got a post-it note over that. It's not really dark like, enough. some light is coming through. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like red and sparkly. You know how low light, like, individual pixels ping? Oh, yeah. And so it's real grainy. Yeah, like hard nips. I got it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there was a guy uh, with a, a client who called in on Skype on our Skype conference call. I don't know, last month or something, and he straight up had his camera on and he didn't know, and someone had to tell him. Luckily, he was at work and nothing inappropriate was happening. But right, that's the kind of thing that would drive me crazy. Uh, yeah, the only thing that would happen is people would be able to tell how not paying attention I was. Sometimes. Oh, that's the main thing. I want to do other. Th- I'd be playing my Star Trek timelines or something. <laughs> I definitely would have picked up my phone. <laughs> be real bad. Or he's like, is that guy inking a fountain pen? <laughs> Why are you doing hobbies right now? Is he fucking, is he sharpening a knife? What's happening? <laughs> like, I've got the whole fucking setup out. <laughs> you hear a question that sounds like it's going to be yours. You kind of take your hand off the fucking sharpener for a second. You reach over to the mouse like you're about to unmute it. Then it's not for you after all. So you go back to what you're doing. <laughs> right. Um... <clears throat> So Federation space uh, Ryan, is a whoopsie. Ryan finishes that thought with, or does the Federation just annex those areas, but they don't like to talk about it? Uh, well, none of this is ever addressed. Yeah. The only time we ever meet people who aren't interested in joining the Federation, they're portrayed as real isolationists. Yeah. Or people who are dissatisfied with the Federation in some way and have left it. Yeah, I think that's right. Those are the two stories we get in Star Trek about people who don't want to be in the Federation. Um, or people who are part of a, a competing space empire. Yeah, otherwise it's all people who have applied for membership or wish to apply for membership. Right. So, yeah, they don't tell us much about that stuff. But, yeah, I can't imagine if you've been completely surrounded by Federation powers, Federation planets or whatever. I, I can't imagine you go that long before you apply for membership. Because <laughs> it just doesn't seem like it'd be a good a good deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it depends on how how much your civilization depends on trade with other species right yeah because you probably they probably do fucking like everyone around us is in the federation and they don't have money that's right (laughs) if you're a real fucking bend you over situation i got all this fucking latinum and there's nowhere to fucking spend it every time we go to talk to these guys it's like a fucking we're back on the fucking barter system i got like fifteen thousand lingots but what do i do with them (laughs) it's basically it like what are they for I could I could buy uh, one million fucking streak repairs, but who cares? <laughs> so I'll do a lingo for everybody. I do have so many lingots I can't they're for, use they're, for anything. They're nothing. You can't do shit with them. Yeah. Uh, I saw that you can give you can actually give a lingot to somebody who does a good answer in the discussion, so they can have more useless lingots. <laughs> so you can give some, so someone else can pick up a useless lingot. <laughs> I know, maybe you feel good about yourself for tipping. By the way, there are never any good answers in there. All it is is people asking the question over and over again. Like they didn't read the comments. 
They are very rare. It's very rarely satisfying. To but couldn't I just say the pasta is not delicious? And it's like, just look up the f- the four guys before you commented the exact same question, please. Just stop. Yep. You know, how, do you see how four people just said report it? That's <laughs> what you got to do. Yeah. Don't ask again. Please stop asking. I wish I wasn't included on this chain. It keeps emailing me. Uh, and then uh, we got two more from Ryan. Uh, the first one he writes uh, had coincidentally read about Rambo's body count earlier that week. Okay. That's some strange light reading to be doing. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I can't explain that one. Fucking. Uh, and then uh, just this very day, he wrote at Brother Date. I know you were mostly kidding, and we were not. So let's start here. Okay. But when cashiers try to talk to you about your purchase, they're just trying to be polite. Oh, fuck that. At least I think you were mostly kidding. Ah, okay. He's he, he reconsidered. Um, oh. I don't consider it polite I, to talk to me about the... what. Okay, so is it polite if they're like, huh, buying a lot of rubbers? <laughs> yeah, is that politeness? <laughs> yeah. And if it's not, why is it uh, polite for them to say, huh, I've never had uh, ground bison before? Yeah. Yeah, keep it. Don't talk about what I'm buying. In fact, there are other kinds of small talks that would be more acceptable. Like, try a different kind of small talk, and maybe I'll be less angry. Um, I uh, fully appreciate not everybody has the problems that I have. Yeah. That being said, I I hate it when they do that, and I wish they wouldn't do it anymore. I'm allowed to have my Trader. opinion too, Ryan. Trader Joe's is the worst for oh, this. Oh yeah, because they real fucking hippies in there. Yeah, real feel good. Also, they, I feel like they feel like they have a connection to the food products. Oh yeah, like they're like, oh these are good. <clears throat> oh, I like these. Yeah, like yeah, I know. Like the time I went in and asked if they had, we asked if they had any Stroop waffles, and we wanted uh-huh. some Stroop waffles. And then like one lady went to bring Marjan over to where the Stroop waffles were, and the other lady who heard us ask the question about the Stroop waffles, meaning we know what Stroop waffles are, started to tell us what a Stroop waffle is. She's like, you know what's great about a Stroop? It's Stroop waffles, so that's Dutch. It's from the Netherlands. And we were just like, we fucking know what it is. We specifically asked for Stroop waffles. We didn't say, do you we have anything that's kind of waffly? You guys might have a Stroop waffle. You guys have anything kind of, I don't know, kind of waffly, but kind of like maybe chewy, maybe a little caramelly. Like, you know, I don't know what I'm asking for, but you guys get it. Like, you know what I want. We said, hey, where are the Stroop waffles? I'm going to have a real weird encounter at Safeway in about three hours when I'm buying <laughs> two boxes of microwave pancakes and all the Stroop waffles they have. Are you supposed to Safeway has Stroop waffles? I wonder. I hope they uh, do. I think they do, again, in the section in the candy aisle where they've got the good chocolate. Mm. And I think this was the. I think this is the reason why I'm sure Shannon and Barry were underwhelmed by our sweets reviews <laughs> is because... You can just get good. Just don't eat a Hershey's chocolate bar. Yeah, don't eat the don't eat the bile you're bar. you're fine. Don't get a Mr. Good bar, and you're totally cool. Yeah. They think all them peanuts is going to make up for the bile chocolate, but no. there's only so much you can do. But, like, you can just go get good chocolate. Like, it's just in a different part of the store. Yeah. But you can get it. Yep. And then, like you said, there's a million other places that just have good chocolate anyway. Like, you can I mean, go you can just a- get at any drugstore. You could get good chocolate, so. Yeah. It's not exciting. You can get some Cho chocolate if you want. It's the Bay Area. Anyway, sorry I yelled into the microphone about Stroop waffles. I just... <laughs> I, look, I get I it. I didn't say anything back to her. I didn't know what to say. Like, what <laughs> am I supposed to say? I already asked for uh, them. Uh-huh. I just literally looked at her uh-huh. until Marjan came back. I just went, I can't fucking believe this. 
Did you like? So you didn't say to Marjan? It turns out they're Dutch. <laughs> no, no. I think Marjan probably yeah, asked why. Marjan would would have not been cool. She said, "Yeah, we both know that." Mm-hmm. What's been happening more lately is I haven't wanted to engage on what is making me upset, so I will just look grumpy. <laughs> and while we're in the car, and she's she's Ooh, she that's knows, a bad move. She, you got to be careful about that. She knows me, so she knows I'm not mad at her. But she eventually she does go, what is something wrong? Like, what's wrong? And I'll be like, did you hear that fucking lady? Did you, you didn't hear you asking you where the Stroop waffles the were if we didn't know what Stroop waffles were? You went to go find the Stroop waffles and I was stuck with this fucking idiot who then went on to tell me what a Stroop waffle is and how, like we should come and get some Stroop waffles. So this is what's happening these days. Because I don't want to get into it really, but I can't help but fucking fume. So, that's the mailbag. Sorry, everybody. That's an angry one. <laughs> did I play the thing? I don't remember if I did. Mailbag. My brother did. Yeah, you played it up front, but it's good. Well, it's <laughs> over now. Uh, um, I-, I bought a Switch. Yeah. I bought a Switch. I don't know. And I will be buying one in April of 2020 or whenever, when Animal Crossing comes out. Yeah, you're legit waiting for the Animal Crossing. I probably should have. I, listen, it could be that I, that I'm wrong, and I don't know. Let's say when Final Fantasy VII comes out, I'll get that or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, I probably should have waited too. Because here's the deal: I bought the Switch, and I bought with it the Zelda game, Breath of the Wild. I have Zelda. <clears throat> yeah, because everyone says it's the fucking greatest game or whatever. So you've been climbing up cliff sides when it's not raining. Right. Uh, I, I bought that. I bought um Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. Right, so you've been to New Donk City. Been hanging out in New Donk City. <laughs> and um, I like how you know, despite not having a Switch, you've you got these on lockdown. Um, I'm still plugged in, yeah. And I got uh, Mario Kart 8. And the f- I don't know nothing about that one. The f- well, you can guess, because it always, as always, it like is reusing it, old you tracks. you got to play it online, and it makes you mad. Yeah, but, you know, like, I played Baby Park the other day, so, like, you get it. Gosh, shit, it's got Baby Park. Yeah, but, like, they're, instead of doing the thing that... I don't know which version it was, the 3DS version. One of the versions of them, like, straight up reused them, like, fucking pixel for pixel or whatever. This one... Because these are reimagined? Yeah, they're reimagined. Like, you, you get ah, the gist so of Baby Park. It's a, it's an oval. Like, you get it. It's yeah, Baby it's a short. It's an oval short track. Yeah. Uh, but it's not it's a... A lot, of pa- a lot of power sliding. But it's been updated for the game or whatever. Um. So the first night... I put in Breath of the Wild. I was like, I'll start with this. Everyone says it's the greatest game. I'll fucking play the shit out of this. But here's the thing. I never played any of the old Zeldas. Like on you the, didn't even play... Oh. Like on the NES or SNES or anything. I didn't play... Like uh, Wind Waker or Ocarina of Time. Despite We the, had both of those. You didn't play either of those? I didn't play them. I watched Sarah play them from time to time. Our sister... I, now that I think about it, I may have got Wind Waker after I moved out. So I don't know that you necessarily had that one. Yeah, I like I never played any of them and I never really had the urge to. And so I played this the first night. I played it for like two hours. And it's pretty good. Like, it seems like a well-made game. I went around. I hit some dudes with sticks until I found better sticks. And then I hit them with yeah. those sticks until I found like a rusty old sword or something. And I was like, I get it. I'm I'm making my way here. And I have had not even a little urge to go back to that game. It's so huge, too. Yeah, like, there's a guy, he had me doing some missions for him. I was going in and solving these puzzles and and coming back out and giving him what was inside the thing. He seems like he's probably going to turn out to be a bad guy. That's just my feeling about it. He's making me do all these <laughs> missions for him. It's off on the way. Um, 
anyway, so I was like, I got into it and everything. I was like, all right, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And then I just have not played it even for a second since the first night, three or four weeks ago, whenever I got it. There's a Twitch streamer I follow who does 100% runs. Oh, those are the good kind. I don't like the speed runs. Which means he's got to do like all 120 shrines mm. and find all 900 Korok seeds and shit. Yeah, I don't even remember what that. Maybe I wasn't into that yet. I don't know. Uh, the last time I checked in on one, it was taking him about 30 consecutive hours to do it, which he does without sleeping. No, don't do that. Yeah. Why is the mission to die? Uh, so he can make $60 a month on Twitch, dog. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so dumb. No one's going to watch that for 30 hours. doesn't matter. No, you don't watch all of it. You just drop in. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, just, you know, split it up a little bit, buddy. Um, so, you know, I was like, all right, it's pretty cool. Whatever. And then uh, I think Marshawn was traveling or something. And when she got back... Um, we played a bunch of Mario Kart together, and that's still fun. That's like, did you did you get more controllers, or do you just use the little Joy Cons? Uh, I got another controller, to like a uh, uh, a beefy one, one that's like the ones that I have for consoles. Right. So we have one of those, and then we have the two little Joy Cons, which you can use as one controller as well. Um, right. You put it on like a thing that has handles, right? Yes. So we played a lot of Mario Kart and she played one night she played Mario Odyssey and she's not great with the 3D gaming. Her era was at like Super NES. So it takes right. her some time to get up ramped up on the two sticks and everything. Oh yeah. So we spent a lot of time getting that going and playing Mario I'm Odyssey. I'm sure that game is a motion sickness nightmare for me. It almost certainly will be. Although the cameras as camera controls have gotten better. Uh, some of the real problem with Mario 64 is that the camera is terrible. Uh, yeah, they had not figured it out clearly. And when it fucking swoops around Mario, I gotta go vomit. <laughs> it's just like that's like it. instantaneous. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. Uh, and even she has not gone back to that game since that day, and I have never played it. So that's two of the three games that we played combined one night uh, and never went back to. So this has been 500 bucks worth of nothing for you. Yeah, full of Mario Kart, which we have played a few different... We've played a, a number of times. Um, Mario Kart, I would say, is even harder now. And the reason is <laughs> they they did a Star Wars prequels where they could fit more stuff on the screen. Oh, right. So now there's 12 carts instead of like eight or whatever used to be on there. With the same prize frequency and prize mechanics where when you're at the bottom you get good prizes and stuff. So it's so everybody is constantly zapping you with lightning all the time. Yes, you're still the front runner if you're any good at it, but you are constantly being lightninged or blue shelled or the fucking someone will get a boo and steal your shitty banana prize. Right. And so it's actually kind of insanely frustrating to play because the odds are on a home stretch of any third lap of a race, you're going to get just absolutely fucked by 15 prizes or whatever. What about, uh, is there still a battle mode? There's a battle mode, but it has a bunch of different games instead of just shoot the balloon. Shoot. No, you just got to pop the balloons. They still have Give me that. three balloons I got to pop. They have that mode still, but they have a bunch of other games, and we tried to play through them, but they didn't like bother explaining what the modes are. So you just kind of have to pick it up as you go. Like, wait, what is the goal here? What are we doing? There was like one that was kind of capture the flaggy, and I don't know, there's some other ones. Um... I don't know. Battle mode seems okay, but 
that's the only one we've played. And then I really am like, God, I spent a lot of fucking money on that thing. <laughs> like, what was the point? Why did I do that? I mean, the good news is Nintendo runs long console cycles. Sure. There will be more games. And I for sure will get the Animal Crossing when it comes out. Yeah. And maybe I'll maybe I'll get a Smash Brothers because she likes fighting games too. So we get something else we could play together. Again, I, I'm gonna do the same recommendation I do every time you do one of these. Play one of them Pokemon's. Maybe I'll play a Pokemon. You know, um, you played Pokemon X for a minute, didn't you? I played it a bit, like way, like way late in the. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I like bought ten years after it came out. Yeah, late. I bought like a, a fucking two DS or something or three D. I don't know. I bought one just for kicks. And bought that and played it a bit. We probably talked about it on one of these pods years ago. I imagine. Um. So I'll, I mean, I'll find things to play on it from time to time. But right off the bat, I'm like, eh, I didn't need to do this at all. <laughs> like this is not added anything. So I'm sure, I'm sure it'll end up another place you can play Secret of Mana. Yeah, one of the many. Except that they'll remaster it and it'll be dumb. Like, didn't they do that? Or was- I mean, yes, they did do that. They did a remaster for the PC or whatever, and then everyone was like, this is way worse than the original version. So, anyway, so it's just well, been a mess. I mean, they they definitely did not need to replace the good original soundtrack with Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine the worst thing you could do to Secret of Mob. That would be fucking horrible. Anyway, you just, uh, that was my bad segue into, you want to do a video game's power hour? Yeah, let's fucking do let's it. Let's do it. Video game power hour. Do you want to skip video game power hour and just listen to the final fight soundtrack for half an hour? <laughs> I mean, I mostly do, but I feel like now, now that we've played the theme, we're kind of. All right. As always, this is a list that we are putting together kind of like the nineties band one where we just bring up maybe like 10 each edition. And essentially it is, I will name a game. Judah will briefly explain what this game means to him, what his experience with it was. And then he will rank it against all the games we've previously put on the list. So yeah, like we have right 30 now, on the on the list now, ranging from Skyrim and Secret of Mana at the top to Atari's California Game <laughs> and Jet Moto at the bottom. As always, m- more fun is had at the bottom of the list. It's still mostly stacked with games that I enjoyed playing. Okay. Uh, in fact, I was looking at the list earlier, and uh, that top four is like a really good Desert Island top four. Oh, well, for sure. Like, you definitely could burn a lot of time. Well, first of all, if you have Skyrim. I'm still playing it. If you have Skyrim and Red Dead Redemption, yep, that's a that's a big gonna be a big time save. Think of how many times I've replayed Secret of Mana, like, yep, yeah, and then Mario Three, perfect platformer. Yep, um, that's definitely gonna be your drop in drop out game. Let's uh, let's start with something. Let's start back at the beginning. Okay, cool. Think, how much do I like Palm? Let's, let's think. Burger let's think time. back to your. Let's take back to your weird childhood. And I just want you to imagine leaning over and flipping the switches on the Atari 2600 as you attempt to get a bird aloft. And you're playing (laughs) F-14 Tomcat Tomcat. Simulator. All right, F-14 Tomcat. So, explain this game. This game, uh, 
based on the success of the movie Top Gun, I assume. Yep, must be. You take off from a carrier. That's mostly not that hard to do. I don't know. I rarely accomplished it. (laughs) But I was very young. Then you fly for six minutes. (laughs) Nothing but blue sky out there. A weird five-pixel enemy jet appears, and you dogfight. It's a little bit hard. It seemed hard. Sometimes you sometimes you win. Then it's time to land on the carrier. Mm. What this is impossible. Yeah, well, especially because doesn't it does it always turn to night or just if you spend too long dogfighting? It may be dependent on level. It may uh, be uh, how long you spend. I don't know. At some point, sometimes it would be nighttime and you'd be really fucked because there, now there was no difference between the sky color and the water color, which I imagine yeah, is what have, it's like to fly. You have no horizon. And you just go, hmm. Well, I hope I find that fucking carrier. Because <laughs> it's fucking lonely out here. Even if you find it, it is impossible to get on glide slope. Yeah. And not crash. So this was a game where I think I took off for a second mission maybe one time out of countless hours playing it. Like you miraculously landed the thing one time. Yep. And maybe no one was really around. And you wanted but to I celebrate, never, but there was no. I one. never got any better at doing it. Uh, the game was punishingly difficult. All, like all Atari games, it had settings, right? But the easiest version was very, very hard. So Atari games either came in like fun mini game that is now a whole game, and so you couldn't really win. It was just like you play a lot of pinball, you get a high score or whatever. Like, or you play right. Breakout, or you get to a certain level or whatever. You couldn't really beat those. Or there were games that, if there was an ending, you'd never know. That's right. Because there may be. You ain't gonna beat it, so it doesn't make any fucking difference. And this game uh, was definitely that. Was there an ending? We'll never know. I will say this about the game F-14 Tomcat, if it wasn't called Top Gun. I assume you looked it, it up. It was called F-14 Tomcat. I saw the pa- I saw the very generic white label with uh, black writing on it. <laughs> it said F-14 Tomcat. Right. Given zero graphical capability, right? Uh, it sort of did feel like you were flying a plane. Well, the important thing you had the cool flip switches part. So that's kind that of like, true. That's kind. You that's just tactile. flip the switches on the actual Atari, didn't you? Yeah, like all the the difficulty switches and things. They were like they controlled things in the game. Yeah. So like, it, it was tactile in a way that flying a jet. God, I can't believe it. I'm not comparing it to flying a jet, but I'm just saying, like, you had something that you had to do. You had to reach over and flip switches and stuff. And I will say this about it. It was not a game where your default loadout had 64 missiles. <laughs> no. And you had to shoot down infinite 30 guns. pilots yeah. in every in every round, and you weren't like, huh, I'm now America's top ace of all time. It only took me six minutes. <laughs> and um, so that's that. Uh, it was like maybe there would be two planes. Yeah, because it was so, hard, right? Um, but punishingly difficult, not really fun. I'm gonna put this one. Uh, for I'm gonna give it credit for effort. I'm putting it in at 24th place. Okay, so ahead of F Zero, the de- technology demonstrator. Yeah. F-Zero, obviously, graphically much more impressive, but there's... 
an SNES game should have had more game. Yeah, Marjan and I were playing a Mario Kart track based on F-Zero. Uh, and it even had a version of the music, which was uh-huh. my favorite part of it. And she's like, what the hell is F-Zero? And I was like, it's a, it was like it's a game. You different right, racing game. You can be one of four dudes, and there's five tracks. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. <laughs> she was she seemed annoyed by its existence. So uh, I will say it's, it's less of a racing game than Final Lap Twin. Let's just say that about it. The one thing that uh, I know I was only like five or whatever when we were playing F fourteen Tomcat, but what really creeped me out about it was that there was no soundtrack. Oh yeah, it's a silent game. It's all you heard was the. <laughs> as of the fucking jet flying around. And then there was most of the time, nothing on the screen. It was just blue. And it was like, I don't fucking like playing this game. It's creeping me out. Yeah. Someone thought this Atari game was a place to do a little verisimilitude. Yep. (laughs) They went for it. I appreciate it. Um, here we go. Let's, uh, let's go with, a game that is dear to both of our hearts. The game is Three Stooges on the okay. on the NES. First of all, uh, super great fake out. You <laughs> stick this thing into the NES, the Ghostbusters 2 game. We owned Ghostbusters up. 2. We owned Ghostbusters 2. There was always the possibility that we had <laughs> yeah. done a whoopsie. Like if you, you, I mean, after the first time you played Three Stooges, you knew you just had to let it run to see. But yeah, probably the first time we went, hey, wait a minute, what did we do? Did we do something this, stupid? This, in reality, is a King of Casino-style minigame with a little wraparound plot about making money. Yes. You have a certain amount of days to make enough money to save the orphanage, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, it's all set in the world of the Three Stooges. It may even be based on a Three Stooges plot, to Could be honest. Be. I saw a lot of Three Stooges. I don't feel like I've seen even half of the Three Stooges. Yeah. Thank God. Uh I, we grew. We come from a Three Stooges family, by which I mean our dad loves the Three Stooges. Our mom can't be in the room while it's on. I don't blame her at all. It's she, it's she alternately. She thought it was too violent. We thought it was way way funny when we were kids. But I imagine if I watch it now, I'd go, "Oh yeah, this is horrible." Yeah, it was like alternately stupid, like so stupid it was hard to watch, and insanely violent. It's like, what if Laurel and Hardy hit each other a lot more? <laughs> what if stuff didn't just fall on them? What if they were actively attacking each other? You're right. Yeah. Uh, it's a collection of mini games. Okay, but- Here are the ones that I remember. Okay, go for it. There's a mini game where it's a platformer and you're Larry and you got to run out and get a radio <laughs> and bring it back. I like the low so stakes. You can play, so it can play Pop Goes the Weasel because the whole time Curly is in a boxing match. Oh, yeah, getting his ass And kicked. he's getting beat up. But once Pop Goes the Weasel plays, he's going to win. He hulks up. Because that's his spinach? Yes, he hulks up for real. And cool. he starts beating dudes down. There's God, a that is such an insane... Hold on, hold contest. on, hold on, hold on. Just that okay. minigame has such an insane wraparound plot in and of itself. Oh, by the way, the Larry section actually plays a lot like the car drafting section in Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> heads up. I, I don't know what to say about they that. They're designed by the same company and that's how they got that... That joke in the beginning? Okay, That's Cur- a very good question. That's an insane wraparound plot. He, Cur- Curly has entered a boxing match to raise funds for the orphanage, but he's not yes. good at boxing unless Pop Goes the Weasel plays, but your radio's broke, it turns out. You should have checked beforehand. You need to go to the radio store and get yes. a new radio and bring it back. Because remember, you had to go there and back. That's right. And otherwise, uh, he's going to get killed, I guess, in the ring. 
Um, uh, yeah. Because I don't think I, mean, I don't think Mo's gonna throw in the damage minimum. Yeah, Mo's not the type to fucking call the fight off, so Curly's in for it. Um, and then yeah, and you just like jump over obstacles or whatever, and then you get back with that radio, and then he beats a dude's ass, and that's the game. That's that mini game. Okay. Uh, there's a pie throwing contest. Yes. What was that? I don't. I don't remember Matthew if the trying to get trying to eat the oysters out of the soup. <laughs> Out of the clam chowder or whatever, is from the pie eating contest or is its own mini game? No, I think they're different. They could be different. I think they're different. I think okay, the yeah. pie throwing was like um, I don't even was it even timing based? Like how did you not? How did you do good or bad at that? I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, I don't even remember who you were throwing at or why. That one didn't have the plot really well explained. I think there's a uh, pushing a gurney in a hospital. Yeah, talk about platform. That's like the ultimate platformer. That's, a, that's another platformer. Uh, and then there's the great, 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 great Three Stooges trivia. Yeah, like, again, who is this game for? Fucking 10-year-olds don't know the answers to any of them. Yeah, they don't know about the 1934 Three Stooges short, <laughs> What's a Matter You, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. It was like hella obscure. It wasn't like who are the Three Stooges. It was like really, you had to have watched the Three Stooges. Yep. Except that um, we played the game enough that we picked up some of them. Oh, and yeah. I bet if if uh, if it if I curated if I if I went and got the list of Three Stooges trivia from that game, you think you'd we'd get still get at some? least one or two of them <laughs> right? right. Someone just sends memory be like, in the world's worst quiz. For some reason, I know the answer to this. Uh, it was Sister Mary. <laughs> I don't know why it's just rattling around in there somewhere. Yep. Uh, the best part of the oyster eating one, not oh, Curly would get very frustrated. <laughs> he would make he... crazy noises, and then you'd get a weird, hella pixelated picture of him <laughs> making an insane face. Yeah, when you didn't do good. That was a game. Uh, it was a game for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. It is our new number 20. Oh my god. Wait a minute. So to you, this has this is more meaningful in a positive way to you than Keith Courage and Alpha Zones. Uh platforming equivalent quality to Keith Courage and Alpha Zones. I guess that's true. Platforming wasn't uh, the best part of Keith Courage for sure. Concept and execution much wilder. <laughs> you know, yes, I think you're right. There's Keith Courage is pretty wild, but the Three Stooges video game is insane. Listen, Keith Courage is higher up on the list than Tetris, and that doesn't actually make sense. Sure. But, uh... Oh, yes, as always, this is your personal list of what these games are to you. Yeah. (sighs) Wow, number 20, the Three Stooges. All right. Um, I know you thought you were bringing me a real trash game right there. That's how I've always thought of it. How about Pilot Wings for the SNES? I mean, it's so goddamn good. Now, I it had I have the same the same complaint about Pilot Wings that there is for F Zero. Not enough modes. It is a tech demonstrator. Yeah, there are exactly ten levels. Yeah, four helicopter, four helicopter. Right. The first helicopter mission is very hard. Very hard. Uh, yeah, so, you could get there more often than like you could get to the second set of levels more often than you could like land that right. Tomcat. But um, but very yes, hard. So. You do skydiving. Right. You didn't have a jetpack adventure. 
Yep. Where you got to go through rings. And all of these, you got to go through rings. Yes. There's a hang glider. That one's very tough. Yeah, you got to, like, ride the thermals and shit and, like, get your ass onto the target on the ground or whatever. And then you fly a light plane. Mm-hmm. And there is a bonus version of skydiving where you're a penguin and you jump off a diving board. But it's otherwise identical to skydiving. Yes. Except you never pull a parachute and land. Yeah, don't you just, like, hit... hit. You just hit, just splash into a pool. Yeah. But it's like the free fall part of the skydiving. Yeah. Uh, you If you score well enough to get all of your certificates, <laughs> then as a person who has <laughs> a pilot's license to fly a single-engine light plane and has a skydiving certificate and can fly the jetpack, obviously that's the best part, Yeah. and a parasailing or hang gliding... You uh, now have the mission to rescue hostages <laughs> in a Vietnam-style jungle setting. You've been drafted on a w- permission basis, I guess. Here's your gunship. Go get them. <laughs> like, I haven't learned uh, any of this. There are SAM sites and AA sites in the and they're jungle. Vicious. They are very bad. Uh, the helicopter controls are actually okay. It's two-dimensional. Yeah. You don't control your height. That's right. But otherwise, it feels roughly like piloting a helicopter in a Grand Theft Auto game or whatever. Right. Uh, super tough. Very hard. Yeah, and if you beat and that... if you rescue them, you get the advanced versions of those same four things. Yes. And then another helicopter. So there's not a ton to the game. Um, all of the individual levels are pretty well done. I'd say that's true. Yeah. If there were going to be a bunch of those levels, you'd be pretty satisfied. Yes, like, uh, all of the individual tasks are polished. Flying the light plane is um, is good. Feels like flying a plane. The skydiving works. Everything works. The, like I said, the hang gliding is difficult. You gotta get thermals and stuff, so you're doing a little more management there. But Yeah, and so when you started off, you said technology demonstrator. Is the technology it was demonstrating the ability to, like, have a really high up skybox, like, to be able to play in three dimensions, basically? It's like the, it's like the mode 7 graphics like all of the stuff with that it appears to be three-dimensional in there is faked right yes so <clears throat> it's kind of like here's what's possible with the super nintendo because we have these cool graphics modes yeah that allow you to like uh all of the all of the ground yeah. is like a flat image that gets stretched and scaled as you turn mm-hmm. which makes it appear three-dimensional which is why I can never tell what those white domes are that you pop in the Seriously, jetpack levels. What are those, and why did we spend hours upon hours just bouncing off them? Well, I mean, it's cool they bounce you back up into the air. <laughs> That's neat. I always assumed they were fuel. Yeah, like, well, they explode, so yeah, maybe. Like you were popping fuel tankers or something, but I don't know. Um, uh, what about what, yeah. what about soundtrack? The soundtrack was good. It was real chill. Super chill. It's extremely chill. Uh, you could you could waste a lot of hours doing these four dumb levels, and we did, and we did. So I put in a lot more time than this one deserved. Definitely more than I played F Zero. Yeah. So this one, uh, I think I like it better than Call of Duty World War Two. That's the piece of shit we were playing last year. Yeah, we were yeah. playing it last year when we were doing this. <clears throat> yeah, that was pilot wing. So right below, so SimCity is considered to be just above that. SimCity is more of a game. 
It's just more. There's just more game. And as long it's as the you use that cheat code version up top. of SimCity, yes. Because <laughs> there's no mouse, which is very challenging. It's aggravating. And not only that, not but, not only no mouse it was before the days of the stick too. So it was all just mashing D pad. And uh, as long as you use one D pad and six buttons, as long as you use that cheat code up front and got a million dollars or whatever, then you were in good shape. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so yeah, uh, it enters at number seventeen for now. Pilot Wings, um, tricky kick for the Turbo Graphics sixteen. <laughs> All right, this is a match puzzler slash fifteen puzzle where you got to scoot things around to make room to uh, kick pairs of, uh, let's say, animals together. Although there were several different themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, each level a had bunch a of different, bunch of different boards where you might be like uh, Action Man or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fake and Zelda. Kicking, Zelda was kicking, kicking robots around. So everyone is themed, but essentially it's just a match. You got to kick things in the right order and get them to match up and clear the clear the board. So it's puzzlers. Yeah. Um, I don't remember any. They must have all been programmed. I don't remember anything random about it. Any no, no. random elements. Was there anything two player? No, I think for sure it was. You learn the puzzles. And that's how and you then beat you them. just win. Yeah, uh, but I don't know if we ever yeah. bothered to like learn them all and like no. win all the way. Right. So this is a game where the mechanics are fine. Someone clearly put a lot of effort into coming up with all the different themes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it was all kind of this was kind of wasted effort. Yes. Uh, for for me. Uh, Tricky. Uh, the best thing about Tricky Kick was probably the music. Yeah, it was like kind of weird. Uh, I wanted to say eight bit. It probably, you know, I'm just gonna say weird eight bit. Um, anime music is what it seemed like. Yeah, they uh, on. Yeah, it was eight or sixteen bits, but yes, it was anime music. Uh, we had a bunch of TurboGrafx sixteen games. None of them were good, really. That, it makes me wonder if there were good ones. I don't know. We didn't have the CD, so we couldn't even do, like, Bonk's Adventure or whatever. It's a disgrace that we couldn't even play Bonk. No. Uh, this is a real a real lesser effort. I have this in at number 31. That's right. Just ahead of Doom for the SNES. Again, the worst version of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, right below Star Trek The Next Generation for the SNES. A, a genuinely very bad game. An awful game, but... Had some quirks, I guess. Real waste of the license, for sure. Uh, let's see. It didn't have quirk. He hadn't been invented yet. That's right. There was Fazal's Happy that Haven. that cannot be true. Yeah, he, he must have been. He must have been, because... What was that, 92 when that he came was out? Season, he's from season six of TNG. Yeah, so season, maybe 93 then. Yeah. I don't know when that game came out, but yeah. Um... Let's go with Monster Rancher for the PlayStation. Okay. Number one. So, Monster Rancher. Uh, the box, which is how I got to know this game. Yeah. I just saw this at Toys R Us. Okay. The box has an insane promise on it <laughs> that it will take any CD you own yeah. and make a monster out of it. For a list maker. Yeah. That's wild. Now, it is impossible to read that as a teenager who doesn't own a computer and doesn't really understand the limitations of programming and not think 
oh man, if I put in an ACDC CD, <laughs> I'm going to get an ACDC monster. It's, it's going to be specially made. It is, yes. Not just, they're going to pull a, some random, the first X number of bytes off of this CD mm-hmm. and then hash that into some rarity table that determines what the monster's components are. Right. So, the advertising is deceptive even if it's not false advertising. Sure. What it really should have said is over 400 monster types or something. Yeah. Right. Because the thing about this game is it does deliver on the wild idea of build all of these rare and unique monsters that have their own strengths and move sets mm-hmm. and all kinds of and stuff. You can and breed them battle, together. Battle them in an arena. You can breed them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually kind of a good game. Weirdly, my favorite in the series. Like, to me, felt executed the best. Yeah, they kept adding, like, little things here and there yeah. to the to the upcoming ones. But, like, they're always kind of worse options. Yeah. Like, oh, you could take your monster on an archaeology expedition. Yeah. And you're like, so uh, <laughs> my monster's only going to live seven years. Yeah, I don't have time to the, waste. What's the payoff on this? I might get a weird candy that I could give to a certain monster if I get it later. Yeah, I got to get this guy to S rank so I can breed him like stat. So, yeah. I don't know if you heard, my monster likes potato. So, like, I'm good. That's the best kind of monster to get. Like Potatoes, the cheapest. I think I'm good right now. I don't need to take him on any adventures. Thank you. Oh, your monster dislikes trainer. Ooh, <laughs> looks like you're up oh, shit buddy. creek. He's gonna Ooh. do so much foolery. Oh, he's gonna do a lot of foolery. A lot of okay. So the translation is at times awkward and not correct, and at other times just charming. It is very charming uh, that that if a monster disobeys your orders, he's doing foolery. Mm-hmm. It is charming that your assistant trainer, Holly, uh, who of course is a young young girl, uh-huh. uh, says something very normal, and then her old boss pops up and says, "Forgive her boldness." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "We're gonna do great together. We're gonna have the best monsters or whatever." And the guy's like, "Forgive her boldness." And you're like, "What? <laughs> no, fuck Japan. This is a real education." I'm 12. Uh, the monsters were cool, and like you had to do weird steps to unlock the rarest and weird weirdest monsters. Like you could get a basketball guy. Right. Who was magic could, type or whatever. You could get a magic type basketball guy. Yeah. Um, and it was always sort of cool to, uh, it's time to get a new monster. Let me throw in uh, 16 stone by Bush and see what it creates. (laughs) Yeah, I remember making a ton of lists that because, again, we did not have a computer, I would lose at some point and have to start over. You just got to start again. I would just have to start the list over and be like, well, I guess we're starting with ACDC again. Top of the fucking alphabet. Yep. Or you'd be bored and you'd have to go Z to A. Anyway. um, So, yeah, uh, cool game, cool concept. Yeah. I don't know how it would work in an era when most people don't have even a CD drive now. Yeah. But, like, there'd probably be something else. You probably would just be able to directly enter a random seed. Yeah, or, like, you could use... Or maybe that would be... Maybe that would break because then you would just go look up a list and be like, how do I get... What's the best monster? What's the seed for the best monster? Maybe it's MP3s or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Although, even then, you could just... Someone could be like, hey, I just... Uh, I, 
put this mp3 up on file share oh yeah go 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 grab it it's true you don't have to go buy a cd or anything i don't know uh that's tough i'm sure if we thought about it we could pitch on a method for this like if it's on a device that we know has a camera like it's on a switch or a 3ds or whatever maybe uh maybe you take a picture maybe it could be location based like pokemon go something like that oh yeah um this is a good it's a pretty good game type and you've named the one that i enjoyed probably the most i think it was the best one yeah um you know this is tough the top of this list is so stacked it's weird i will say the first time i remember playing it i believe you were house sitting for oh yeah rick uh rick had it before we did yeah and i went over there just i guess to keep you company and then to play this fucking great monster ranger game yeah i'm throwing this in at 12 that's pretty good ranking that's ahead of so vice is, city i've got it ahead of vice city and final fantasy 8 which are two games that i like but are not my favorite in the series yeah and you have it right below golden eye a timeless classic a, an absolute classic mm-hmm. yeah Okay, uh, we're getting there. Let's do the game you complained about earlier, Super Mario 64, for the N64. Super Mario 64 changed all Mario games forever. Yes. Uh, It was a launch title that definitely was kind of the best of breed for a while. Oh, yeah. As as Super Mario World. Like, when you you look at Super Mario World and you're like, why is this better than most SNES games? I I mean, for what it was, it was never topped. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's still the best 2D platform. Yeah, like, no other platformers came out that were as good as that afterward. And um, they kept putting out Mario games after for the SNES that weren't as good. Like, fucking dumb Yoshi's Island nonsense. Like, Yoshi's Island and Yoshi's Island 2 and so on. I played those. Those were nonsense. So this is like that in that this was... Here's here's what the Nintendo 64 can do. Mm-hmm. And um but like all early 3D it's very blocky. The controls were rough, the camera was rough. Yeah. Uh it was just a very big game. Uh it's 120 stars. Yes. And it has been a huge game for speed running. Yeah, and it's kind of it had cool quirks about it like you could fly Mario around and the flying was kind of different and neat. He had the magic yep. hat or you could jump into the paintings to start the levels and oh yeah uh, thematically i think there's nothing wrong with it yeah there was like an outside part of the game where you run around the castle it doesn't have that weird shit like from sunshine where halfway through baby bowser's like the princess is my mom and then peach is like am i sure <laughs> she doesn't know she thinks what? it's possible maybe could that be the case? Uh, yes. Yeah. The plot is the plot as it is is not uh, a problem, right? Um, so, I mean, this is a big, important game. Unfortunately, it was a game that I could not physically stand to play a lot of, or probably even watch so someone play. This is going to be uh, this is going to be down a little lower on the list. I'm dropping this in right behind Tetris. Okay. I I understand that no one who reads this list will know why Super Mario 64 is below the Three Stooges. I get that. <laughs> but too bad? Uh, um, but this is a game that's all idea and no execution for me. Okay. All right. Uh, we got f- let's do four more. 
Mm. And let's go with Ace Combat 4. Uh, Shattered Skies, question mark? Uh, don't feel, don't be afraid to bing it. I'm gonna have to I'm make sure to you know which figure one. out which of the Ace Combats that is. Uh, I think that's the one where you are. Are you Mobius One in that one? Okay, and um, Stonehenge. Okay, Ace Combat Zero Four is why I was not able to find it on Wikipedia. Oh God, it is straight up Ace Combat Zero Four. Shattered Skies. Why? Okay. Uh, it's the, the one where the asteroid. the boy is telling the story, or the guy who's grown up tells the story about when okay, he was a cool. boy, Yellow Thirteen. There's a lot of harmonica. Yes. A lot of this guy coming through. Yellow Thirteen. Okay, Yellow Squadron. Yep. Got it, got it, got it. They flew them SU-30s or whatever they were flying. Is this the one... Does this have the named squadrons, or is that not yet? not yet. That's later. Okay, where you you fight the named squadrons. Um, This was a good game. Uh, The the story elements of all of the Ace Combat games are buck wild. Yes. Uh, You are really... You need to know what you're getting into, because they can be a little much. Uh, this was a good game. Yeah. I think it is a better game than Ace Combat 2, which is current Air Combat 2, which is currently sitting at number 20. Yes. What I need to decide is whether it was more important to me than Air Combat 2. Now, we didn't play Ace Combat 3. Yes. Was it even released here? That's the, I don't know that it was, but it was set in the future. Yeah. And it's got like space, space fighters and shit. Yeah. They got got scramjets and everything. Right. Yeah. So this would have been the next one we played. I think this was important because this sealed the deal for us. Like, yeah, it was still strange. Air real. Combat Two we played quite a bit, but also we would just put the CD in a CD player <laughs> and play the tracks because that's how it worked. Yeah, play the wild fucking Top Gun inspired synth rock soundtrack. Yeah, and uh, eventually hear just the audio of the guy going, "Incoming giant enemy airborne fortress." I think this is the one that sealed this for me as a franchise was was uh, Ace Combat Zero Four: The Shattered Skies. I'm putting this in at number eleven. It had some cool stuff. It had like you know you're doing a it's a level where you're, there's a beach invasion and you're playing you're doing close air support and it's like all foggy and rainy and kind of misty and everything and like it, it gave you it gave you some now you're in a desert level and then now you're like it gave you a bunch of different flavors. Which it was better at doing than Air Combat 2 was. Yes. Um, this is what you want. Uh, weird story. Every, all of the... When your mission ends and then you, there's like uh, 40 seconds of voice acting <laughs> yep. from all the remaining pilots. Um, it's set in Strange Reel unlike some of the later ones which stepped away from that. Yeah, it was so stupid. It is... Strange Reel 4 Reel. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, this is a good game. I've got it in here at number 11, just ahead of GoldenEye for me. And right below Dynasty Warriors 2, the first of the Dynasty Warriors that we played. Yes. Um, Let's keep the theme of 4 going. I'm going to go with Grand Theft Auto 4, starring Nico Bellic, uh, for the PlayStation 3. Grand Theft Auto 4, I was playing in 2008. 
Yes. I remember distinctly I had to buy a new TV. Yep. My TV died and it had just come out. That's bad timing. It made me very sad. Um, I remember that it was 2008 because I remember all of the political stickers got stickered over with Grand Theft Auto stickers. Yes. <laughs> so this, uh, I think history will look back on this as kind of a, not a misstep, but kind of a low point between the sort of uh, build that three Vice City and San Andreas had, where each one was better and bigger mm. than the previous one. Yeah. And five, which obviously obviously is a classic, possibly is the last Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah, they've learned that they can just keep fucking milking this one till the end of time with the way right. that games work these days. I'm sure at some point in the future, they'll technology will have changed enough that it'll be worth it to them to do a Grand Theft Auto Six or whatever. Yes. But, um, I will say that I got deep into this game. Mm. This is where I discovered how dangerous it was to play Grand Theft Auto and then attempt to leave my house to run an errand. Yeah, me too. When I, when I, play, I went over to your place th- and you had it. In, two th- in 2008, I was on that second floor and the temptation to jump my balcony when I left the apartment, Yeah, a thing that you would do in Grand Theft Auto to save the 20 seconds of going downstairs. Yep. And then also, uh, then I would get in my Mustang. Yeah. Like now I drive a Camry Hybrid. It's not exciting, but playing Grand Theft Auto for a couple of hours and then jumping in your Mustang and going out to run an errand is a little dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know what it was. If it was the the car physics got better because they were obviously shite in that generation of Grand Theft Auto three through San Andreas. And if you go back and play them now, they're almost unplayable in that way. Like the cars speed up way faster. Like the acceleration's insane and the braking's insane. Um, or if it was that the graphics got enough better, there was something going on that that suddenly was a now immersive enough that it was like kind of jarring. Uh, the graphics got good enough. Let's say that yeah. like, uh, when Grand Theft Auto five came out, the graphics weren't a big step ahead of four. That's true. Grand Theft Auto five made a bunch of advances in storytelling. The world got bigger again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a better game all around. Obviously, they've put a lot into the online play, so that's But the something. graphics of Grand Theft Auto 4 are good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, you could still go back and play that. You wouldn't be like, oh, God, 2008. Yeah, no, for sure. You totally could. And again, the physics are fine, too. I had lots of fun fucking running people over and shit. So, so this is good, but we're back in the realm of this is not the best of these. Or maybe um, not even near the best. Yeah. To me, I think... Uh, no, that was not quite right. I think this is in between Final Fantasy V and Dynasty Warriors Nine. Sort of lower end versions of those franchises. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, do you have two more on the list? Two more. I know we're running super long. Okay, then uh, let's go Animal Crossing Wild World for the DS. Uh, I have it. I like that it's on the DS. Um, it's I like it less than either original Animal Crossing or New Leaf. Right. What about City Folk? Did you ever play uh, that one? City Folk is even lower on my oh, list okay. than Wild World. So, 
uh, the original Animal Crossing was lightning in a bottle. Yeah, it was pretty fucking sick, wasn't and it? And all like all Animal Crossing games since then have kind of been like, oh yeah, I remember how, how I like Animal Crossing. I do like the game Animal Crossing. I I would have to agree with that too. So this one you're asking me about is Wild World. Yeah. Uh, the list is still stacked with games I mostly like. This one I'm probably gonna stick. Uh, it's better than I like it better than F14 Tomcat. Let's put it down here. What did the ability to be able to play it? More remotely, not that you're like out and about playing video games, but you could play it and watch TV or whatever. And yeah, did that uh, matter it, at all? So it, it mattered in the sense that I would play it longer because it was easier to get. The thing that makes me leave a mainstream Animal Crossing game is when I haven't checked in on my town in a couple of days and I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, either the people are going to be mad at me or there's going to be weeds in my town. Yeah, I've ruined it. (laughs) Worst case is like I stopped playing and now it's transitioned from June to July Uh, and there's a fish or a bug I can't can't catch catch for 11 more months. Right. Um, so having it, the ability to just, uh, play the game for 10 minutes in bed before I go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, sort of gave it a longer lifespan. So the fact it seems like Nintendo is probably going to only have mobile or handheld systems going forward. Mm-hmm. If uh, the Switch has been very popular for them, I can't imagine they'd change that model. Yeah. I mean, it is it is nice to be able to play it basically in any way you want, hook it right. up to the TV or play it uh, handheld. So, you know, that that was a thing about original Animal Crossing was you had to sit down in front of the TV yeah. to, to play it on the GameCube. Um, so, that I mean, yes, it is better. But the thing with the Switch is when the Switch version comes out, it will ha- have to compete for my time with Pocket Camp, which is on my phone and therefore is with me in the bathroom at work. Yeah, that's true. You have You are actually in that animal crossing world i have dipped in a couple times and haven't found enough to keep me there but yeah i've stuck with it uh so i will always have that so we'll have to see how the switch version is and when i get it how i interact with the switch yeah whether i carry it with me whether i plug it into a tv those sort of things yep but below dynasty warriors nine yeah okay Uh, It's just like there's so many Animal Crossings I like better than this. Sure. And Dynasty Warriors 9 was a swing and a miss, but they took a swing. They really did. Like, it's a big, huge world. The way the stories work are very different. Oh, it was legit huge. You played it for a million hours just trying to get to the other side of the map. Yep. Uh, Last one. And this is going to be a tough one for you. Star Trek Online the pc <laughs> it is tough because you know that there knows no game i've put as many hours into and i'm constantly telling you how bad it, it is. wouldn't be possible to play more hours of anything than you've played <laughs> of this game yeah i i've dumped a lot of hours and they're in a mode right now where uh so w- the wednesday is the end of an event cycle mm-hmm. um that i i finished the the event last Wednesday, right. but I have still been playing it every day to get extra dilithium and also uh, T6 tokens. Sure. 
the summer event, which awards a free T6 ship, starts uh, July 2nd. What is that, next Tuesday? Yeah, next week. So, yeah, I play this game 15 minutes a day every day. It's kind of crazy. First, It's the first thing I do when I get to my computer. Maybe we should approach it this way. What do you like about it? There's there's no other Star Trek game yeah. that allows you to fly a huge variety of starships around mm-hmm. and fight Klingons and stuff. Right. The ground missions are bad. Yep. Uh, the lore of the game feels very Star Trekky. They got people who it, are it fans. Feels like it was, yeah, it feels like it was written conscientiously by fans. Yeah. So the writing of the game is actually not bad. Uh, they they put a lot of work in to close weird loopholes to make things make sense. You know how we spend a lot of our time doing more work than the writers? That is exactly what these people are tasked with. Right. Please fix all of the things that the writers of Star Trek broke. Like, they have to figure out how to make all of the movies work, including the J.J. Abrams movies. I hate that. And so, and then, like, you know, since this dumb game came out, uh, Discovery yeah. came out. They've, they work a bunch of Discovery stuff in the last couple of years. I, you know they're already gearing up for the Picard stuff oh, to yeah. come in. And the Picard stuff takes place in the same, roughly the same time as the STO game does. So it's probably going to wreak havoc with it. Yeah. So they they put in a lot of work. Uh, you can fly a bunch of starships around, and I have seventy of them. Yeah, there's always more being added. So yep, they add they add new ones all the time. Um, something about the game feels like Star Trek, even though it's MMO combat and it's the ground missions particularly are are not fun to play. The ground missions are the main mis- the main reason, main reason the main reason I can't play it anymore is because anything that will involve having to send me down to a planet to do anything makes me very unhappy. Like, to go to the space dock and do something makes me angry. To go to DS9 makes me angry. And those aren't even, like, combat missions. You put me in a combat mission, Uh, I fucking want to kill myself. They made DS9 a lot smaller, and so it's more pleasant. Okay, good. (laughs) Recently. But, yes. So this is kind of like the Pocket Camp game, where I have dipped in a couple of times, and then I... And I continue to play it every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, it's tough because I've put in a lot of hours. Uh, I've, it has spoiled many things for me from Voyager and Enterprise. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Like, uh, like you knew that Harry Kim was the, out there. <laughs> I knew about that. I knew about that Harry Kim double. Yep. Uh, but you didn't know about the fucking silver blood. I didn't know about silver blood. Yeah. Uh, but I like, or like, um, when Daniels shows up. Oh, yeah. You're like, who the fuck is this guy? I've done like 15 missions for Daniels and STO. Yeah. So when he shows up in Enterprise and he's like, I'm from the future, I'm like, he is from the future, though. <laughs> like, you should listen know, to him, Archer. I know about that guy. I did hella missions. You can trust him. him. He, he, Me and him, we went after the Toxu Tot. I'm just saying. <laughs> I played that. <laughs> I played that shit. So, uh,. I mean, I can't put it too low on the list. Like, there's sort of a, yeah. a minimum level where I can put it. I'm. It, it has it has a presence in your life that continues. So, so this game, I don't, I don't love. Yeah, it's gonna land here at number twelve. Once again, ahead of Goldeneye, and now before Ace Combat, or right below Ace Combat Four, Shattered Skies. Ace Combat well, I just 04. like that. I like that game so much more. It's it was a really it was legit. They're like, oh shit, this is what we need more of these. We need more games where we can fly around and blow shit up. 
So we got uh, we got forty on the list. It's pretty now. good. We're getting there. We're almost out of games, right? There are no there aren't many more games than forty, right? <laughs> I think that's most of the video games. Yeah, that's pretty much. That's like that's like eighty percent of all games ever made. I think. Uh, uh, next week, though. Next week, Star Trek week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Wait, I'm actually very excited because I know what the TNG is. Yeah, let me tell you the episodes we're watching. We're watching Spectre of the Gun. Not excited about that. Yeah, not remotely it's a, excited. It's about a gun's ghost. <laughs> God. Uh, we're watching A Matter of Perspective. Yeah, You're a dead man, Apgar, a dead man. I love it. Has one of the all-time great bad stunt doubles. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see real fat Riker stunt double. <laughs> Pay pay close attention to a matter of perspective. Uh, we are watching Profit Motive. Boy, that is a downer. Favorite Son. And this is a Voyager? That's a Voyager. I don't remember and anymore. One of the three that are supposed to be real bad. Yeah, I don't that's not good. Uh and we're watching uh Similitude. Well. That could be about hopefully it's back in the expanse and not just a one off fucking adventure i also hope that cowboy planet mm. planet uh that was a disaster slavery is bad is not an amazing episode so so we're back on it um ben i assume we'll play along anybody else who is following along that's what we're watching uh just a quick plug uh, listen to the murder she wrote podcast by um uh Barry and shannon they are it's called Murder We Pod. Murder We Pod. They've done t- uh, two episodes? Uh, two at the time of recording. Yeah. They uh, seem to be releasing on Wednesdays. We'll see when this week's comes out. I am caught up and I'm about to start making comments. So I will I will be involved. Um, uh, otherwise, send us mail so that in a couple weeks we can do this again. Uh, you can send us any old kind of mail. You can... Uh, that letter was a mistake. Whoops, did he take? I don't know why I wanted to say that. Um, uh, it's not on the list yet, is it? That one's going to be high. That's going to be a good one. I'm saving it. Uh, that's going to score high. At Brother Date on the Twitter machine, brothersbrotherdate.com. If you want to send us an email, it's obviously brotherdate.com. If you want to go check out some of the stuff we've done, including all the episodes, you can find us on Stitcher. I am Matthew. And I'm Judah. Thanks, everybody. super unsatisfying uh it was very very unsatisfying at the end she was like i don't think you do what and uh then she which by the way if i don't there's no such thing please subscribe